Welcome to episode 19 of the Red Bay Runners weekly podcast. It's the new month and it's the 1st of June 2020. On this week's podcast, we talk to Julie Dawes from the Milton Keynes Parks Trust about the work they've been doing, how lockdown's been affecting, affecting them, and things that perhaps the runners should look out for and can do to help um, with our local parks. We've also got a performance from Tim Mackley at the Redway Runners Got Talent, and it's quite a special performance because he performs all the instruments on this one track. But before that, we've got all the news from around the club and around running. 31st of May saw the end of the England Athletics guidance date for how long clubs should suspend all runs in the club and face-to-face meetings. Well, that's now been extended indefinitely. We're hoping to get some updated guidance in the not-too-distant future. We've got a small team in the club making preparations and plans for how we'll operate and we think we've got just about everything ready but until we see that guidance that comes from England Athletics when it comes we can't finalise those plans so when we get it we'll be having a review and then hopefully putting some information and getting the club started as long as we think it's safe and sensible to do that we obviously got to think of our reputation as a club of Milton Keynes the running community and of our runners as well so lots of things to consider before we get going but hopefully we'll get there soon last week also saw Park One putting out a statement that there won't be any Park Ones worldwide for the whole of June not really a surprise that one either this week's a good week for us Hopefully, we've been doing some work with our insurance company for Redway Runners, um, with our Association of Running Clubs insurance, and also with the Milton Keynes Parks Trust. And from Monday the 1st of June till Sunday the 7th of June, it's the big green litter pick. So when you do your daily exercise or go out for a walk, pick up some litter. Make sure you do it safely and sensibly. We've put some guidelines um, out for that and then take a photo and let us know all about it. Do have a look at those guidelines. They're on the Redway Runners website under news. You'll find all the details and guidance there. But just think if only 10% of our runners went out and picked up some rubbish during the course of a week and we filled a bag or part of a bag, that'd be around 250 bags of rubbish that would be picked up. If every member of the club did it, and did it seven days in the week, that would be a bit of a rubbish mountain that we'd have cleared from um, the Milton Keynes and the surrounding area. So, if you can help, please do help. Let's make Milton Keynes a little bit greener, and wherever you are picking up for us, a little bit greener. But do be safe, do be sensible, do read those guidance, and um, do take part for... Obviously, last week in the podcast, we launched the... uh, Milton Keynes 24 Virtual Run Challenge. That's now open and we've got a fair few people signing up for it. So it's £10 to enter to get your virtual Milton Keynes 24 medal. If you're interested, it's £10 to take part. Go to your Redway Runners Love Admin account and select events and you can get signed up. You can also take part if you're not a Redway Runners member. And details of how to sign up for everybody and what it's all about are on the Redway Runners website redwayrunners.com and click news link on the front page and you'll get information on that 
just a reminder, we also sent out all the renewal emails again last week, giving reminders that if you haven't renewed, your membership has run out. You say you're not officially a member, although obviously we're carrying things forward a bit at the moment and giving people plenty of time. And one month after the club starts, we'll then deactivate people's accounts. But if you haven't renewed yet, um, go and and renew so sign into your Redway Runners Love Admin account and click payments and renew for another year come and join us for another year as we've now gone into a new month a few figures for you for May at the 31st of May we've gone up to 2,455 members at the moment still a fair few to renew but not bad we're taking very few new members at the moment with nothing much going on at the club probably about one a week so very low um, for us um, this time last year we took 131 members in May, so um, a considerable drop in numbers. Most of our numbers are going down rather than up at the moment, which seems very strange for the club, but understandable. The few areas that numbers have gone up are in Instagram followers for some reason, and also um, a big uptake or big increase in our audience for our podcasts. We now have one and a half thousand listens and they only started in January this year. So not a bad a bad number. So have a obviously you're listening, so listen to some of the previous podcasts and tell other people about it as well. Anyway, I think that's about all the news from around the club this week that I can think of to tell you about. So let's go over and we're going to hear from Julie Dawes from the Milton Keynes Parks Trust telling us all about the work that they do. Thank you. Today I'm on the phone with Julie Dawes from the Milton Keynes Parks Trust, the area that we as roadway runners know and love to run around normally when we're allowed to get out and running. Um, hi Julie, welcome. Um, Julie, what what do you what's your role in the parks trust what do you do for them oh well um good afternoon martin um yes in my role i am the events and community engagement manager for the parks trust and that means that i work on our events program and when we're allowed to be out and about in the parks we normally have over 500 events and activities in our parks each year Um, i work with lots of clubs um, so lots of recreational clubs, so there's the running club, there's all the clubs at Caldecott that do things on the water sports there, um, there's lots of other little recreational clubs you wouldn't realise, like we have up a tank pit at Bancroft, so there's a little club there, and field archery even at Hazley Wood. Um, I also work with lots of community groups and help them use the park, so... Usually, in a, in a normal year, this is my very busy time of working with all those different um, those different groups doing activities in the parks. So what are most people, I mean, obviously Steve Scott works with you a lot on doing the club events, but what are most um, other events doing? Are they postponing and cancelling or sort of just holding yes. at the moment? Yeah, so so I've got a couple of event organisers that are hoping, um, but most have postponed to 2021 or some... Events that were earlier in the year have moved to later in the year in the hope that September, October might be um, possible. Um, But a lot of summer things have now moved to 2021. So we're going to have a fantastic 2021, let me tell you. Yeah, certainly are. Yeah. Um, So what's the the Parks Trust, the charity, what, what do they do? 
So, the Parks Trust, yes, we are, you're right, we are an independent charity, so we don't get any um, government funding, we don't get any local authority funding. Um, when the trust was set up in 1992 by the Development Corporation, we were given um, lots of commercial property and um, we get endowments for parks that we take on. Um, and so it's the rents from the commercial property and um, the investments from our endowments that go in to our sort of uh, our income to do all the work that we do. And we are responsible for um, the parks, lakes and woodlands of Milton Keynes. We have over 6,000 acres that we look after across the city and many are the well-loved parks that uh, Redway runners will know and run through. So some of our big ones like Willen Lake and Campbell Park and our ancient woodlands like Hal Park Wood and Chenley and Linford Wood. But then we're also responsible for the linear parks along the river valleys, so the Ewes Valley in the north, and the usual that comes through the centre of Milton Keynes. So it's a big job, but um, we're really fortunate, I think, in Milton Keynes to have a charity to focus on those things. You know, we it's, it's our sole job, and that's why the parks can look as wonderful as they do, because we can focus on them so well. Hmm. So how far does the Parks Trust boundary go? Is it the um, sort of like the, the edge of Newport Pagnell? Because there's a boundary walk, isn't there? Um, it doesn't go as far as that, does it? Yeah, no, so there is a boundary walk for Milton Keynes. We, um, our parks, we don't quite get to Newport Pagnell. Um, we've got, um, as far, we go, our lands probably go, we have Linford Lakes Nature Reserve. Mm. So that's probably as far as we go towards there. Mm. Um, and then we have Waterhall Park towards Bletchley Way. So Myself. we cover um, a lot of, within the city of Milton Keynes, but not the borough, so not as far as, say, Olney or um, the, the, the villages. It's all no. kind of within the city of Milton Keynes that we look after. Yeah. And so during the recent sort of nine, ten weeks of lockdown, what's been the challenges or, or what, what's been the issues for the, the Parks Land and Parks Trust? Yeah, well, we've had some big, big challenges in this time. Um, I mean, one of the big things is because of the way that we are funded independently from our commercial property, as with a lot of other landowners um, and, and, you know, landlords, we're, we're having to work with a lot of our tenants um, because a lot of them aren't able to function at the moment, so they can't necessarily pay all their rent. So we've seen a massive reduction in um, some of our income over, you know, the last three, four months. So that's been a real challenge for us. Um, and it's meant because, you know, we had to hold off on a lot of act our activity and postpone a lot of things that we normally do, like work with schools and volunteers and communities. We've had to, unfortunately, furlough a lot of our um, active staff who do things in those areas, um, but we're hoping they'll be able to come back to us quite soon. Um, we've also seen more recently um, with the easing of the restrictions is the parks have been the busiest they've ever been, but we've sort of, you know, a lot of our uh, staff are working on a skeleton basis and um, we're, we're, we're dealing with more people, which means busier car parks, litter everywhere, um, lots of inquiries. So 
Um, it's been it's been a challenging time for us, um, but we are hopefully delivering um, our fantastic spaces, and people are, do seem to be enjoying them. Mm. Now, I've certainly seen a lot of signs up about you know beware this land and don't use play parks or play equipment yeah. and those sort of things as well. So, it must have been quite a bit of work putting those up. It, that's absolutely right. In those first three weeks of lockdown, when we had the restrictions like uh, play areas not being of use and you know outdoor gym equipment, we we were busy. We had to react really quickly to closing all of those facilities down. Um, and actually, people have been really respectful, um, and not. And we certainly found in those first two months of lockdown majority of people being really supportive and they haven't tried to use those areas and um, have been supportive um, in those sort of government restrictions that we've had to enact. Hmm. Yeah. So we're now, um, as a sort of changing the subject, we're moving into um, June now and sort of start of the summer, end of the spring. What should we be looking for in the um, in the parks as runners as we're running through them? You know, any tips yeah, or ideas? So sum, summer is fantastic in the parks and um, there's lots to see come June time, particularly this is a great time for wildflowers. So many runners who um, might go through somewhere like Stone Pit Field which is fantastic for wildflowers. We'll already see um, the the lovely yellow um, flowers up there, but you'll see poppies soon. You'll see yellow rattle. We leave the grass long in a lot of places. A lot of places we take for a hay cut. So you'll see the fantastic meadow in Campbell Park. And we let that grass grow long. And actually we found over the years by having the sheep graze it in the winter and growing long for hay in the summer, we've we've had last year when we did a survey of grasses, there were over 30 different species. Um, so you'll see a fantastic array of colour and variety and insects coming into the parks um, in the next, the next few weeks. Mm. Okay. Um, obviously, you know a lot of our runners run in the parks. Any sort of messages you give to people running in the parks or anything we should or shouldn't do or anything we should be, be, be aware of, I suppose? Yeah, I suppose one of the key things right now would be um, the social distancing. So making sure you're running team into the park and, and being respectful of other park users who, you know, they might be you know shielding still and they've come out for their one daily walk so being respectful of of that social distancing we definitely ask about you know for runners to think about that also probably thinking about the redway code that some newer members of people who've come to the city might not even be aware of that we actually do have a redway code which is linked to the countryside code but it's all about you know cyclists and runners and walkers and everyone using our leisure routes and redways to be respectful of one another and you know sort of um, keeping left if you're on a bike or keeping right if you're walking and um, just making sure that everyone can use these spaces and enjoy them and not not feel under pressure from various different people. I think that's what we'd ask. I mean, most runners I see are always really respectful. And I certainly, I see um, when you're allowed to do club runs, running through Campbell Park, we do love to see uh, the group coming down, particularly in the winter when you've all got your head torches and you all do like run in a line and are respectful for other people. So we do thank thank runners for that. Yeah. No, thank you. Um, 
Obviously, we sometimes see the animals in the um, in the parks, like the sheep and things. I mean, I know some of our runners run with dogs. Um, how do we know when there might be sheep in a in a field? Is it signposted or are there any clues or tips? Yeah, so um, a lot of our grazing land we have in um, the, around the river valley. So the Ouse Valley and the Usual Valleys are kind of key grazing areas. So to be aware that they are often used as farmland, they all have signage. So there's big signs on the, all of the gates that say this is grazing land. And we do have to move them around. So we move around the sheep and cattle because they soon run out of things to eat. So they have to move to the next field while <laughs> um, the grass grows again. Um, and we've introduced some new signs on the gates that um, are marked red when we've moved cattle or sheep into a field to make it really clear um, that um, that field is now being grazed. But we do ask that um, dog, dog owners do keep their, their, their dogs on a lead through all these areas. It's really important for their safety and for the livestock safety. No. We also ask that dogs stay on lead through the woodlands at this time, um, mainly because we're trying to encourage ground nesting birds. Um, so by keeping your dogs on a lead in the ancient woodlands um, really helps with um, our bird life there too. Mm. So well, often, sometimes when I'm out running, I might see a fallen tree or a broken sign or things like that. Um, how can runners help if they see anything like that or anything they sort of want to make the parks trust aware of that's not obviously an emergency that, you know, would be a non-emergency issue? Yeah, if, you're, if runners ever see anything in the parks that they think doesn't look quite right, you know, often you'll we have had a few broken uh, gates and holes in bridges lately. Um, they can easily Im- email the Parks Trust on our general email, which is info at theparkstrust.com, um, and then we'll be able to look at it and send it to the right landscape team so that they can um, do something about it. Oh, that's fabulous. Excellent. I quite often wonder what I should do if I see, you know, see something. <laughs> quite often I forget by the time I've got home, but, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, well, we're very open and we, yeah. we really appreciate it. People really um, take enjoyment in our green and open space and want want to tell us stuff. Um, mm. So, yes, please do email in. Mm. So, um, looking to perhaps to later this year and you being the events uh, coordinator, uh, events person for it, what big events do you think we might be, still be able to look forward to this year in the parks? Uh, what am I hoping Without any commitment, obviously. <laughs> um, I'm definitely hoping that we'll still see um, events towards the end of the year, like the October 1st that I have in Campbell Park in October. And certainly I'm... I'm sure by Christmas we'll have um, we'll we'll be in a good better place even. Um, so I'm hoping that the duathlon that was supposed to be in April but will now be at the beginning of December will see um, and along with all our usual sort of Christmas and and festive events at that time of year. Mm. Oh, so you say a duathlon. Um... Uh, where was that happening? Do you know any more about that one? Or it, yeah, obviously yeah, it's being so runners. Some of. Yeah, the duathlon was, is planned to, to start and finish in Campbell Park um, and will it, it's going to be a run and cycle. Um, and it will be, be our first city duathlon, like in the centre of the city for, we think, at least 30 years. So we were quite excited. It was quite disappointing when that had to be postponed at the beginning of April. But to be at the beginning of December um, is quite exciting because it means that more people maybe could sign up and uh, mm. train and be prepared for joining with 
joined on on that particular mm. event. Oh, well, so the details of that on the Parks Trust website? They are, yeah, they are on. If you go to parkstrust.com and if you go to the What's On section, you'll be able to find um, all our different events on there. But yes, the US one is, is listed on there too. Okay. Oh, excellent, because some of our runners may well be interested in that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I know you do with a, you have a lot of volunteers in the um, for the Parks Trust. Uh, a lot of people volunteer to help. If anyone's in, listening is interested in doing that, um, what sort of roles are there and how do they get involved? Yeah, so we have over 200 volunteers who support our work and we're really grateful for that they do for us. Um, at this time, we had to suspend um, all our volunteering activity, but we are now looking to get some of our volunteer rangers and wardens back. So certainly a lot of runners will see some more people in purple um, with their lovely Parks Trust volunteer uniform out and about. Um, if anyone is interested, we're not recruiting at the moment, but we do have information on our website about volunteering so again go to the parkstrust.com and once we're allowed to have small group activities i'm hoping to have um some community litter picks which volunteers can um members of the public can help volunteer at just um casually um but i know that there's um, a lot of people out there who have been doing it individually to help keep our parks clean and tidy and we're grateful for that no that's great and of course this week we're doing the Redway Runners um, litter pick week so it'd be great to see uh, Redway Runners doing that safely and following guidelines and hopefully we'll get some Redway Runners pictures posted as well people with the litter they've collected all around Milton Keynes that'll be lovely to see I look forward to seeing how much people vehicle does collect yeah yeah hopefully um (laughs) well thank you to you for um helping me to or helping redway runners put that in place so i've got a final final question i just thought of what's your um favorite hidden treasure if you like on the parks trust land have you got one something sorry what's your what would be a sort of hidden treasure of the parks trust land you'd say oh what are our hidden treasures yeah um, we have lots of hidden gems. Mm. We actually have lots of history that pe- lots of people won't realise, uh, um, and they're what I would call the hidden gems. So um, we've got the brick kilns up at Great Linford. There's the ruined Norman church at Stanton Low. Um, and we have um, 12 scheduled ancient monuments hidden across um, our parkland. And they're often... Um, old Motts and Baileys, um, the remnants of our uh, sunken medieval villages. So, yeah, we have lots of little hidden gems across the city in addition to our great parks and woodlands, which some of those you would think of as um, hidden gems. Places like the Tree Cathedral, which I find a lot of people have lived in Milton Keynes a long time but don't realise that we even have have a cathedral. So, yeah, there's some of the hidden gems. They're all on our website if um, runners are interested in finding out more yeah. about where, where those places are and um, how they can visit them. Yeah, I mean, I've got to say, um, I did a bit of research on Campbell Park a year or so ago for a run I, run I organised, and I was quite amazed how much art there was in Campbell Park. Um, it's, you know, it's fantastic. All, yeah. all our art, yeah, and that's there another hidden gem, really. And we've recently refurbished our concrete cows and the triceratops at Pear Tree Bridge, so I'd encourage <laughs> runners to go and seek them out too. Yeah, no, that'd be good. I mean, we've done a couple of group photos at the um, yes. tri- the triceratops. Um, I, so love, it, I love your photos with our public art. They always yeah. they always look really good. Oh, look that. like runners had a great time finding those yeah. those areas. Yeah, they're great. They make good group group photos. Oh well, yeah. thank you, thank you, Julie. Is there anything? 
else you want to sort of throw in or pass on at this moment or um i would just pass on our thanks to all the roadway runners um for supporting and you know being lovely to see out in the parks um i often see green green t-shirts every day of the week um particularly um in other times of the year and um it's a real joy to see so uh, we we thank you all for um using our parks and we hope you continue to enjoy them as much as we do no thank you no and um, we're hoping to get back as a group and yeah. running properly as <laughs> soon as we can Oh, uh, yeah, that would be lovely to see. I look forward to seeing the group indeed. run soon okay. when we're allowed and indeed. safely. Indeed. <laughs> okay, that's great. Thank you very much, Julie, from the Parks Trust. Oh. oh, well, thank you, Martin, and take care. Thank you. Next up on this week's podcast, we've got Tim Mackley from Railway Runners got talent performance a few weeks ago now and on this track it's the one where he performs all the instruments so a very talented Tim Mackley for you to enjoy That's about it for this week's Roadway Runners podcast, number 19, for the 1st of June, 2020. Hope you've enjoyed it. Do go back and listen to other, to some of our other podcasts and interviews. Hopefully you'll find lots of interesting things there. We've also got a number of runs that you can follow on your podcast. So put on, go for a run and have a listen. Um, do stay safe. Do stay alert. Do keep enjoying yourself. Do keep running. And do have fun. My name's Martin from Roadway Runners. That's all for this week. Thanks very much. Goodbye.